Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Matt, we have finished Dare to be Stupid. We've got Poker Party just on the horizon, but there is an important stop along the way. Oh, yeah. Which technically, I think technically this is in the middle of or even possibly just a couple weeks predating Dare to be Stupid, but it just felt like it made more sense to do it as a wrap-up Dare to be Stupid. And there was one man who, upon hearing that we were going to cover this, at the end of his last appearance was like, you need to have me on to discuss (laughs) the complete owl. UH Jeff himself. Jeff, thank you so much for coming back on the show. Thank you for having me back. I'm so happy to have you on this episode because I have so many questions about this. <laughs> and, and starting starting with this, because I did not know, is it this came out before Dare to be Stupid? I need to check the date on that. Is that true? So here's so here's what I understood. This is because it has I'm the saying. videos. It has the video for Dare to Be Stupid and One More Minute are included within. But if it was a promotional vehicle of some kind, that does sort of make sense. So here's why I'm saying this predated Dare to Be Stupid. According to the Wikipedia, it says the following: the film came about when CBS Home Video approached Yankovic to make a long form music video. The production, which had a budget of two hundred and fifty thousand dollars also included the making of the music videos for Like a Surgeon, Dare to be Stupid, and One More Minute that ended up being included in the film. So from what I understand, the production of The Complete Owl, that money was also allocated to make multiple music videos for Dare to be Stupid. Which is why, because we talked about how like every one of his albums, it's like one big budget video and then one like, here's a hundred bucks, good luck <laughs> yeah, yeah, video. Yeah. But for Dare to be Stupid, there was like four videos yeah. ultimately for that for that album. Right, yes, right, that's right. why, because that of the complete true, album. But Dare to be Stupid was released June 18th, 1985, and the complete album's initial release was August 7th, 1985 on Showtime. Got it. Yeah. So it was so. it was produced earlier, but came out later. So yes. chronologically for our show, we're right where we should be. Yeah. We're where we yeah, should yeah, be. Yeah, good, yeah. good, good, good. Um, and then it was released as an a 60-minute version premiered on Showtime. Yeah. The full film was released on VHS and Betamax. 
in then, uh, September and of 1985. And then the and film Laserdisc. was later released on Laserdisc in 1986. <laughs> wow. Oh, I didn't realize there was a delay. I apologize. That's funny. And then it says a 10-minute version of the mockumentary appeared in the sixth LTV special, uh, which aired in 1992. So we'll get to rewatch that in a couple yes. months, the same way that we got to rewatch a lot of the Al TVs that we already <laughs> saw while watching Complete Al. So <laughs> the band knows how to recycle footage. Well, if nothing else. Well, and, and then, that's what's so interesting about this whole, not to just like, but just to dive into it, like essentially while watching this, I had seen this before, but watching it again for this, it was like, this is essentially like, you know, it's like what you'd call like, it's almost like a video resume. Yeah. It's a, or a sizzle reel or like yeah. one of those like Hollywood lingo terms. Like it's all, it's everything he had done up until that point. The slowest burning sizzle reel ever. Slow, and But yeah, attempting to spin it into this actual narrative you know, mockumentary while also still hitting the marks of showing all the videos, showing some Al TV footage and being like, here's the story of how we got Al to where he yeah. is Look at this moment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and it's exactly. fascinating. It's fascinating for this to be the first episode that we're recording in a post weird, the Al Yankovic story world, because know, this so really great. feels like the prototype mm -hmm. for what that, movie became this is obviously a little bit more truer to fact <laughs> than, than weird bit, was yeah. there's so much to like about this so i mean first of all we waste about two minutes on a disclaimer scroll <laughs> that just is never ending i wouldn't say we waste it i wouldn't say we waste it it is pretty good again i well, have seen that a couple they, times but they it is ate funny. up the running time of this movie with the two minute oh, yeah. disclaimer oh there's a scroll. lot of padding yeah. on the run time <laughs> copy stop program like, exactly <laughs> it's fantastic but there is this scene that kicks off the movie where al is basically doing Jimi hendrix yeah. yes and there's there's so many thoughts that ran through my head because first of all <laughs> at this point in the show we're, we're about to kind of walk away from the era of like weird al is punk as fuck like but but we're not walking away yet we're not oh, walking no. away yet that scene as i'm watching it i'm like i know that this is supposed to be funny and it is like him like rubbing the accordion against the speaker like it's going to give it feedback <laughs> and like lighting it on fire like all of that is really funny but what i couldn't stop thinking is the exact same way that i have spoken so highly about the scene in ricky where they open up the door and they are rocking the fuck out yeah. in that room I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like, it looked so cool. If I was in an audience watching this, I'd be so happy. Yeah, to me, it was <laughs> like, like a glimpse of, like, how I saw Al as a rock star when I was a little kid yes, watching this. I'm totally. like, yeah, that's his show. I, like, of course it is. Like, I'm nine. <laughs> <laughs> but, but see, here's the thing that's crazy is that, like, yes, this is clearly, like, a shot in a studio to look like it's in front of this arena <laughs> yeah. of people, but it's not that far off from later on in the movie when we actually see live footage of the band playing the Buckingham blues mm -hmm. and they are still rocking out yep. on that stage as True. a four piece. Like this is like a snapshot of the pre costume change, giant theatric owl set where it's just like, no, we're just, <laughs> Four dudes on stage. One of us has an accordion, and we are rocking our little hearts out. Yeah, yeah. and kicking <laughs> like, all the ass. Yeah, yeah. Truly. Like it, it really captures a time period that I mean, I guess we're starting to get back to it with the self indulgent tours that are happening. But like, you know, there was 
pretty much Dare to be Stupid is where the like theatrical sets really started to take off. And that was the basis for what? 30 years yeah. was what is the costume changes and all of that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, absolutely. So it's kind of cool to like have this little snapshot of like, this is what it used to be. I love th- there's just so many great jokes throughout this and it kicks off right out the gate with, I love the Beatlemania aspect mm-hmm. that Al always likes to present to himself when he does any of these yeah. like true stories sure. with quotation marks even, around even it. Even down to the title. It's, you know, based yeah. on the complete yes. Beatles, obviously. It's true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Just, like, exactly. Spelled the same and it's so it's so great. But yeah, him walking through the throngs of fans getting into his limo. <laughs> Painting the black across the mirror. Yeah, to hide himself from all the women throwing themselves at him. Yeah, no, oh that was really, really That's really how funny. the windows get tinted in yeah. Al's world, and I love it. Oh, my God. And then, you know, we do the... What, what is also really charming about this is, is like we said, it, it's, it's a precursor to what we got with the weird movie. But, like, there is so much of it that's real. You know what I mean? Like, I... I have no doubt that Al combed through hours of home videos to find as many clips of him falling as a baby to do yeah. the montage of him falling. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they, uh, uh, I obviously we didn't go like hit for hit, but this must be a bit more factually accurate than weird. <laughs> I mean, a bunch of this is actually a bunch of it's real. I mean, not obviously it goes like weird it takes tangents very quickly yes. and you can tell like okay well wait a minute maybe, maybe not that but yeah it's funny like all the the footage yeah the photos of him as a child like that's all obviously him mm-hmm. like real life stuff it's yeah. really his parents God, in the movie parents. talking about him which always so it i always feel so sad when i see his parents it's like just yeah it's a tough subject to me. It like, is. That's like something where it's like, I don't know, Al. I don't know this man personally whatsoever. But I feel so... I can vividly remember hearing that news. No, I know. Me too. Like, it is a but, real fucking bummer. Yeah, it was It was just terrible. Yeah, but it is, it, it is wonderful to see in this context how great they were at playing along with him. Oh, yeah. Like, they were well, so <laughs> up for the joke, and yeah. they were so, like... I mean, obviously, they're not actors. No, and they're clearly... <laughs> and oh, oh my nothing, God. Nothing has shown brighter than the lack of acting But somehow that makes now. it seem all the more believable. They're like, so like, that's, charming. They're yeah. so entertained by what's happening. Like, it's Yeah, so they're great. so entertained, and because of they're not actors, they're just delivering these lines <laughs> about not real stuff that feels just like your parents talk me like i don't know somehow it makes it more authentic how bad they are at it i love it so so there's one other piece of like home video footage in the beginning that jumped out at me like crazy which is that they're talking about you know they're like oh he he always was uh you know stood well and it's like him falling they're like and he had a flair for entertainment and he's wearing this costume yes. where it's like blue jeans and a giant like burlap sack with a face painted on it that must have been such a popular costume <laughs> yeah. in the 70s because I have photos from my mom and dad's first Halloween party when they met each other. Sure, and there yeah. are like eight people that showed up at the party with that exact same outfit. What like a it? burlap so bag with strange. a face. I don't know. I don't know what's appealing about it. It looks like it would be a nightmare to have to wear at a party for an entire evening. D- DIY crafting has come a long way. Let's just say that. <laughs> We've really, really improved. But just I to like, go back to one point, because I loved this line so much, and you, you mentioned it a little bit, but the, uh, the line of... Um, it's 
there's uh, the narrator saying that Al always had a quote flair for the theatrical uh-huh. <laughs> and on that line it's just a photo of him falling down <laughs> as a baby like a baby falling over as a flair for the theatrical that was the first like big lol moment I had watching yeah. him like that is a great line dude uh, and then immediately you know, we're not going to sit and linger on any of the music videos because we've already discussed all of them at this point. But Matt, I'm sure you, you were thrilled to see Ricky dude, again. All, you, all I, I literally thought watching, wrote, I was like, oh, Matt gets to watch Ricky. He must be thrilled. <laughs> I literally wrote, you know that I'm loving any excuse to watch Ricky again. It's there so go. good. It's so good. I Actually, I was so I was very happy to watch Ricky again. All the videos, really, was it was yeah. fun to, oh, to revisit them. nothing but joy. Yeah. For sure. Um, we get the nasal factory scene, oh, which so thank good. God they mentioned he was working at a nasal factory scene because I literally thought he was sniffing glue. For- <laughs> okay, so, so, so Jeff, the, yes. now now we're getting into the number of times throughout his career that the reference to the nasal decongestant factory from his childhood pops yes. up. Yes, is this? Do we know? Is this rooted in any actual fact, or is this just a, a joke he came I, up with that he has run with for this whole time? I think, as far as I can tell, it's just a, a bit. That's and, amazing. And it's a great solid bit. It's such a great bit. I, I just cannot believe how many times it pops up. I know I was half expecting it in weird. Uh, like yeah, it did I not pop up in weird. It's going to be revealed. To, to be me. fair, we never really know what they make at the That's factory. True. That's, true. <laughs> That's we never learned yeah, what's going on. We just know that, that it has factory. a very high mortality it's rate. A lot of people are hurt. <laughs> it could be nasal decongestants. We yeah. will never there know. There is a people-sized shredder there. So maybe. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh God. Uh, but the, there's it's so the the thing that's really strange about the complete Al is that there's like I feel like in this early part we get like the Ricky video we get the nasal conge- congestion factory and then it's like almost right into I Love Rocky Road like very yeah. close to each other and yeah. then as the video goes on it's like thirty minutes between music videos <laughs> yeah, it's longer to ramp up the story to weave into whatever the videos are somehow true. I love um, I love the I, fake jobs, like not only the nasal decongestant factory leading into Rocky Road, but his mom sorting sprinkles at the local Dairy Queen. Yes. Just <laughs> kill, like I forgot about that. It kills me. Well, it's don't they so say his funny. mom, it's like his mom lived a happy life folding and unfolding. Uh, uh, unfolding laundry. <laughs> no one was sure why. <laughs> I forgot about that. That was Dude. a good line. So uh. many good lines there, but... First of all, has nothing to do with anything tied to this beyond the fact that I just get real excited to hear Surfing Bird in any context. So <laughs> yes. like him just sitting there playing Surfing Bird and doing his little like wiggle dance <laughs> in the chair filled me with joy. But you've heard me say this prediction before, Matt, and I feel like I'm justified in this. There is the scene where they're talking about him recording my Bologna in the bathroom and they're talking to Phil Ramone. Yes. And he says, we use that exact same method for Billy Joel's An Innocent Man album. And I have gone on the record saying that I think that One More Minute is a direct parody on Billy Joel doing a 50s throwback album. I think, That's you, why I think you really might be onto something there. Um, yes. No, I loved the uh, yeah, the explanation like as if the reason why it was a hit had nothing to do with the song. It was just because he found the room with the best acoustics. Yeah. <laughs> Like the whole reason he was successful was because yeah. like, oh, he really like, I mean, yeah. he saw the potential in this yeah, bathroom. He's got the ear. Yeah, the way that, the, those yeah, the tiles, way the, the way that yeah. these, those tiles just perfectly reflected the sound. 
<laughs> it's so good. And then we get into the auditioning for Al's band. And oh my I mean, god, it's funny. But like you said, you had a cup. the The hardest I possibly laughed this entire thing is the punk guy with the banjo singing the I don't want to do, do laundry. my laundry. Why don't you do it for me? <laughs> so again, now this is another good. Do we know what is? Do, is there any information about this man? I I went Jeff. on IMDb uh, this morning to yes. try to figure out what I could. Uh, most of those people, this is their only credit. Oh. <laughs> There's the woman uh, did is still doing music, I guess. That like rocker chick. And okay, then there's yeah. the guy from Booker T and the MGs, Steve Cropper. Yeah, I was gonna say every, oh. everyone's actually playing their instrument. Yeah, that part yeah. is yes. at least very clear. So um, so Steve Cropper shows up. And my best guess is that uh, it's because he was in uh, the Blues Brothers and um, some other film, just, Kentucky Fried. He's movie, the one maybe? playing Soul Man. Oh, on Kentucky the guitar, Fried I'm Movie. Yeah. yeah, and uh, both were produced by Robert K. Weiss, who did yeah. uh, this as well. Nice. There you um, go. I mean that the guy with the banjo. Like I want his album. Oh, he's I, so good. I need so more good. of that in my yeah. life. Like, it was I, folk punk before people knew what folk punk yeah. was. And, and like, because <laughs> of the nature of that section, like you were just saying, these are real people clearly playing. Like, I don't think that Al, like, I think that was probably his thing. I like, I don't know if Al wrote that and said, do this, or if it was actually something he came in with, but I am just, know. that guy, oh my stole God, the, I just stole the whole movie. Yeah. I'm so sad I don't have more of him in my he's life. Perfect. <laughs> he's perfect. Uh, I love in a little bit of a slight gag, I do love that uh, one of the labels that he, Al almost gets signed to is Placebo Records. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then you know that we've been talking about it forever. The fact that this entire special, the Scotty brothers are depicted as like a little mafia operation. <laughs> Ronzoni <laughs> Records. <laughs> yeah. And Tad Dowd, like, Al's like real uh, label guy was was in that scene in the in the conference room oh really yeah you can see That's, him he's, oh, there's like wow. a cutaway of him just smoking a cigar <laughs> <laughs> Dude. You, you know we've talked about how and and we we tread lightly because matt and i like our lives but we talk <laughs> about how like the scotties had a bit of a reputation but Al seems like he has some weird immunity. It's almost like watching the Simpsons just take all the piss out of Fox as they possibly can. Like Al just goes at the Scotties and still does. Still, I, I would say this to this year. day, he is still attacking them. It, it is wild. And I mean, now he's out, you know, like he, his deal is done now. Yeah. At this point, he's very much, he is, yeah. they are his bosses. Um, and yeah, no, he he is does not care at all. Yeah, no. Why should he? That's why we love why him. Why should he? Exactly. I was gonna, he's making them money. I don't know. Yeah. I, I I'm sure that it was just. And also, he's just like you know. At the end of the day, he's like, oh, what are you gonna do? This is what I do. You hired me. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm a comedian. I make fun of people. <laughs> so they, still beloved so they, back then and and today, obviously. But like, yeah. he was so like everyone was just up for it. It feels yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. So they they sign him to the record label, and we do this hilarious montage joke of Al walking in in his Hawaiian shirt and his Vans, and they're like, and now we need to find his style. And it's just photo montage of ridiculous outfits yes. 
Like a, before they land on the Hawaiian shirt and the vans. Yeah. And that's but, what Slime Creature's playing, right? Well, I was yeah. going to say, yeah. with this awesome Slime Creature's so instrumental that has so this good. crazy guitar solo it's over so top good. of it that I don't think is in the actual song. No, I don't I think, think it is. Uh, uh, well, it, I think it is. I just think it might just be extended it. differently. Yeah. It might be a different mix or whatever. That's what I mean. It it's, feels different. It's so cool. I, I almost wish that that ended up on some type of compilation album where it's just like, hey, here's like the two minute instrumental of Slime Creatures is found in the complete album. Yeah. Because so good. That was wild. Up, un- up until this point in the movie, is worth mentioning this. Like, there's a weird thing happening here where it feels like Al is Al is almost never talking. He talks. Never. He is. Like he is sitting there. Into the, into it is the, the weirdest yeah. thing that is like everyone. <laughs> every character is talking at him, and it's, he's just sitting there silently, like nodding or yeah. like uh, facial expression reactions. <laughs> yeah. And I just was like, what? Why would he's he almost not like talk? Forrest Gumped himself into this thing where he's just like the simple man with the world happening around I him. I love the bit in Barry Cohen's office where yeah. where he's like, oh, he's on the phone and he's just like, ah, I've I've got a singer I want to introduce you to. His name is Weird Al Yankovic. What do you mean that's too bad? And Al just like <laughs> <laughs> he just crumples like in yeah, his yeah. <laughs> but it's just so odd. It feels like it was such a choice that he is like not narrating or not communicating. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he does, like I think really, and we haven't gotten to it yet. When as soon as he is standing in front of Michael Jackson's, <laughs> the altar of Michael Jackson, suddenly, suddenly he's he starts talking. But it was just the weirdest choice for the first part of the movie that he is like it, an extra, right though, an extra like in his 30, own movie. Yeah. It's like thirty minutes into the movie before yeah. he speaks. So weird. This whole Michael Jackson sequence, like. So this thing, uh-huh. we started off, and it feels like you're watching like a universal horror movie yeah. from the 30s. Yes. You know, like it's Creepy House. The Grammy Door Knocker <laughs> so good. Is, is such a great detail. And then it's just so spooky. Like, like you said, this giant altar of this unspeaking Michael Jackson just sitting there as he's like explaining what he wants to do there's all these bizarre references to the the weird michael jackson stuff of the 80s with like bubbles the monkey dropping in out of nowhere and shit but then the monster transformation (laughs) (laughs) what how that was so crazy i I forgot that it looks great every penny of that budget (laughs) of that film went to that moment it really does seem like that was the whole thing (laughs) yeah it's insane how and it's not like it keeps going you know what i mean like i thought like oh maybe we'll see like the hand transform and that's it but it's like a full body transformation (laughs) and i just love that it's for no reason it's the full monster transformation and then like as soon as the transformation is complete al just shuts the door and it's over like yeah and then we go right into the eat it video which brings me to a question that i have for jeff yes as the guy who knows everything i sent a picture to Matt yesterday when I was watching this. Okay. And I could be completely wrong, right? (laughs) I've never really thought about this for an extended period of time. I know because I've watched the making of Thriller a thousand times that Michael Jackson had to put in these gigantic glass contacts into his eyes for the cat eyes. Are the cat eyes just painted on the back of Al's eyelids for the final shot no, of the Eat it they music are, video? Uh, and actually, you can see images of them in, in Bermuda's new book that just came out, like, literally today. But basically, they are painted on the back of, like, they cut, like, a ping pong ball in half and just painted and them on those. And, they, and so they're in there. He can't okay. see out of them. Like, he's just 
blindly walking around <laughs> like on the set okay. i guess that um, made, i was like this is definitely not contacts like no. his eyes were like clearly not open right <laughs> no matter Correct. what was happening <laughs> okay that makes a little bit more sense. So- i was just like i was like that's a pretty cool cheap way to yeah. do that effect is just have someone paint on your eyelids and just like close your eyes a la uh, i love you in raiders of the lost Stark. Right. but <laughs> just a, a little aside have you seen the new uh 4k version of the eat it video that al posted last week yes. um so we were we were texting about this as well uh-huh. when we were recording a recent episode we literally said how is it in this day and age <laughs> There are no 4K <laughs> restorations of these old music videos. I think and it, it was, was dare like, to be stupid. I noticed it, it was dare to be stupid, and it was like literally like a week after that episode comes out, Al announces the 4K <laughs> restoration nice. of Eat It. Yeah. So you're welcome. I was going to say <laughs> we are on record taking credit for this, guys. We can only assume that Al heard our episode and was like, "Oh my god, they're right." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stop everything. I have a lot of free time right now, and I'm going to go into the vault. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. Hey, do you have an idea for a podcast but don't know where to start? Or do you have an already existing podcast that you want to take to the next level? Well, check out WeKnowPodcasting.com. From concept development to theme music to editing to logos, WeKnowPodcasting.com is a one-stop shop for all things pod. Don't hesitate to hit us up. We're very nice. Now that now that Eat It has come out, Eat It's this huge hit. We're getting into like the giant owl concerts. There's yep. so many details just in like setting up the green room in his hotel room. But the one <laughs> just, that jumped out at me that I love trashing the room. <laughs> pre- dude, the bedazzled Hawaiian shirts, oh, the good. racks of bedazzled Hawaiian shirts crushed me. Yeah. Like some of those so are good. still in his storage unit. I have seen them in real life. That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I also love um, again these moments, like we said with slime creatures. I love these sort of makeshift because this is all to Midnight Star. I love yep. these like montages that are almost like makeshift videos for songs yeah. that didn't get. They didn't do the full Midnight Star, but it's just fun to see like something. I mean, it has nothing to do with the lyric to the song, but it's no. a nice little like as close to a Midnight Star video as we're gonna get from Al. Yeah, yeah. There's um, also so a couple Al's... of like really fun little like Easter eggs in there, uh, like the variety mag, uh, the variety yes. paper 
shows up. There's a couple of headlines that are uh, one says Fun Zone stinks like a fish, says Tartikoff. <laughs> and Fun Zone was this supposed SNL replacement that they were trying to, to produce that uh, got canceled after one episode. But Al wrote the ah. theme song for it. And it didn't get used, so we got it later on. In UHF. Yeah. Wait, oh um, my God, I had no idea. That was, yeah. Fun Zone from UHF was originally the theme to this other thing? Yes, but they wow. didn't use it, so Al just sort of kept it and oh. gave it to us later. Um, That's and, great. Yes, and there's also a, a headline that says, Imaginary Entertainment still waiting for green light from CBS Music Video. Like, it feels like... <laughs> <laughs> like they were just producing this like and just hoping for the best i'm not really wow. sure <laughs> oh my god that's awesome. amazing yeah uh, yeah all right so the only other thing i had written about this particular segment because we did talk about like we're seeing actual concert footage mm-hmm. at this point of the band up there playing but there is this bit where al is trying to get to the show and he's got like the whole security detail and someone grabs him from the detail to take photos of <laughs> al and sell them but then Al gets pulled away and he immediately has a weird Al lookalike in the wings to come in. Yes. And it's so good. The, the lookalike is so funny. It's so, yeah, that is great. So and how they switch the price from $5 to $2 or whatever yep, it is. For like, yeah. oh, it's so good. Yeah. I want to ask you something, Jeff. This is the first time we're talking about I Lost on Jeopardy since I sat down and read the Seriously Al book. And okay. they called up. They called out a line, and I actually texted Matt about this when I read yeah. it, and this feels like a great time to mention because we now watch the I Lost on Jeopardy music video, and in that book, they suggest that it's not coincidence that Al in the song says that he loses to an architect, um, yeah. almost as if he's you know, playing with the idea of like he lost to the person he could have been on Jeopardy. He could have been this. I could see that. Yes. Well-established architect. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a just a little detail you know I want to call though, because Miller I didn't even Snapkin think about that. Is no weird out. Yeah. No. No. I'd rather I'd rather have Al losing on Jeopardy and us getting all this great music than him being uh, just another architect that no one remembers the name Co- of. Correct. <laughs> yes. With accordion um, shaped houses. Burgeropolis. Yes. <laughs> oh, Burgeropolis. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh, another note of this moment here, talking about the celebrity impersonator. There's a there's a great little thread here where you can really tell that Al has some genuine. I don't want to say disdain because that seems harsh for him, but he clearly does not care for and enjoys making fun of the sheer idea of celebrity. Yes. That's yeah. a huge part of what oh, this yeah. is. I mean, Weird does it as well. It's popped up for him in a few different ways, but this mm-hmm. is one that like I really noted. I mean, he makes fun of it in Al TV as well, but boy, is he mocking <laughs> the the worship yeah, of the an artist. Of yeah, yeah, the superstardom in general is just like, he is making fun of... It's so interesting. He is making fun of people who love him. <laughs> kind of, yes. right? Like, that's a huge part uh, yeah. of what he's doing. He's... But it's like it's, it's in a fun it's more way. Like, yeah, it's more like making fun of the like crazy worldwide success stories, I guess. And Al is just like, really, what are we doing? And just how like, strange like, it is. Oh, that, Michael that, Jackson. That, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna make a song about food. Yeah, go, go to hell. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone. How, yeah. stra- how strange it is the way that we look at people who do this. Yeah. 
and that we put them on this level of pedestal where literally yeah. uh, you're paying for a photo with a guy who kind of looks like the guy that you like. <laughs> and I love just like wrapped up in all of that, the, the like bootleg, you know, all merch. the bootlegging. Exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah. There's like little Al bobbleheads yeah. that just look terrible. All the insane <laughs> commerce that goes along with it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all, it's all there. And again, it's Don't like, Don't forget you, your you know, slice of weird Al pizza. It just yeah. chills me. It's like, what does yeah. that mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I love that. He's like acknowledging that he's part of it while also making fun of it. It's yeah. like he he is mocking it while at the same time acknowledging that like he is still part of this very system that mm -hmm. he is ridiculing. I, I yeah. love that side of it. It's really, it's, I don't know, that really spoke to me. Matt, I don't know about you, but given last week's episode of Al TV, they talk about Al going to Japan and there is- Oh my God. A moment of dread that hits me because- As soon as we started to see the Japanese footage, I was worried. <laughs> Why it came out okay? Th this was oh, just because on Al TV there was moments in it that were like we were talking about how like as years have passed, there were a few things in there that were like probably would not he probably would not have done now. Just okay. like you know <laughs> s jokes about Japanese culture where the joke okay. is just that this is a different culture, isn't it funny? Sure. In this context, I had actually I really this was this was <laughs> no, fine. No complaints. Everything about this was, was good. <laughs> no, good. this was if like anything. Like I like watching this as a child yeah i was like i cannot wait to go to japan like, totally yeah literally just dude the, like the 50s decades. dance off in the middle of the street or whatever amazing. looked dope God, as hell like, and i yeah, love amazing that it serves no purpose beyond mm -hmm. seeing how genuinely charmed al is watching yeah. it like every yeah. time it cuts to him he's having the time of his life watching that. oh it's like, amazing have you guys seen there's a performance of edith from a japanese tv show they show a clip of it here. Yes. But there's well, the that's the other thing I wrote down. This this is so this is where we hit that weird like uh oh was like <laughs> this is very clearly a legitimate clip of him performing Eat It on a Japanese TV show. Yeah. The Al TV three shows the Japanese version of Eat It, which that is, is terrifying. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like it's like that is where you're like. Oh no! What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are they exactly. doing? Exactly. Exactly. What were they and thinking? Al didn't shooting do that. This? That was like yeah. a thing that happened. So that was our great debate. Was that something he found and brought in for Al TV, or was that something that they shot? No, as a joke shoot, for Al TV. That no, that was that oh. was completely just a thing that, that I think they were presented with it when he was over wow. there. Wow. I'm okay, that's like, really okay. good to know. That's yeah, really that's fantastic. Good to know. This is. I'm yeah. so glad this is the episode after that. LT. <laughs> agreed. Agreed. <laughs> no, because even Al, you can see, like, he's like, "What the hell?" Because what is that? That is just. Oh yes. no, it's super, super, super strange. Super weird. Yeah, but that's what we were saying. The idea of on. Al, the idea of Al commissioning that made us nervous. Yeah. No, <laughs> uh, but the TV show he's on, like, there's a full length clip of that. Yeah. Uh, of him doing Edith uh, on this show, and you can tell he has no idea what's happening around oh him God. and it is it gets crazier and crazier as the clip progresses to the point where they they wheel out this man in a in a lobster costume and they're telling him to eat it and al's just like i don't i don't know what to do and he's like going in for a bite we're yelling at him and he's just like you can just see on his face that oh, there's wow. just no coming out of this safely. I, I also wonder if that Japanese morning radio show is like a legit thing where he's just like, I don't know what you're saying. I love that moment so much. The weird, yeah. Trying to translate. Because it seems very authentic. Like it, it seems does. like he is very much out of his element in that moment. So good. And the most embarrassing thing though for me, knowing me as a person, I've never been outside of the United States. I do hope to one day. 
the idea that I would go to Japan and then get McDonald's is so close to the reality of who I am yeah. as a person I, that I, it's I am a person who has done that. I will, I, guess, <laughs> I will not do it. Another <laughs> funny thing, we've said it before, again, the idea of just like at this point in time, the funny idea that just sushi... The concept of sushi is just hilarious. <laughs> like, At this point yeah, in 80s yeah. America, yeah. it is just you like, just yeah. what What could be funnier than the idea of these people eat raw fish? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so, so I love him going um, to the McDonald's. I love his guide going, oh, there's a lot of Japanese restaurants. <laughs> yeah, what's, what's good to eat around here? It's like, well, we have a lot of Japanese food. <laughs> That's true. That's so true. Then that, then that goes into the montage of all the LTV stuff, and I won't dive it we literally just did a bunch of episodes on these sure. but i will say that the state of shock video is still hilarious oh my god um, Th- that is truly oh one of the funniest bits <laughs> he's ever done talk about this for seven hours like i am <laughs> just obsessed with the artistry of it like I, it's I brilliant it's just so insane yeah that they got this real record executive harvey leeds to do this and it's one shot one take we're just slowly going in while he goes Dude, the smoke, crazier the and light. crazier <laughs> that so mask good. that just comes out for like one line like <laughs> it just it, like it, it is astonishing it's as compelling as it is it's so <laughs> nuts like yeah. it's just so there's nothing else like it i can't believe that that, that was on tv like yeah. it's yeah. just like I, like it is al at his best just being like go here sing this thing yep. no, like with no music just do it yourself totally absurd how did that guy not die of embarrassment like i <laughs> yeah. would have died if i had to do that uh. so the only other thing i wanted to mention with the al tv is the way that We've talked about this on the episodes. The way that we watch the LTVs is literally just that some saints out there have uploaded most of them yeah. to YouTube, but there are missing clips. There oh, was no. one scene that showed up during this montage that I am pretty sure we didn't see because it was on a missing clip, and I'm curious if Matt saw this too. Or maybe I missed Maybe I missed it when we did the LTV, but when Al makes an ice cream carrot and Twinkie <laughs> on whole wheat bread sandwich no, and that, eats it. Th- that is in LTV. Okay, because so I, I did I, miss I that. remember it because I was. That is the yeah. most disgusting thing I can possibly imagine. I don't know how I missed that the first time around. Yeah, no, um, it's pretty rough. Spent, like I feel like there were a ton of like TV shows in the '80s that he was like he was doing these talk shows and stuff, and he would always come with these weird recipes. I remember on Just Say Julie, he did a petroleum jelly and peanut butter sandwich, <laughs> and just oh my God. it's like the worst thing ever. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? The fact wow. that he's still alive with the foods that he is was willing to eat on camera is insane. <laughs> Seriously. I can see why he became vegan. <laughs> yeah. And now yeah. we get into what is just like music video, short segment, music video, short segment, music video again. But I need to call out that we do the This Is The Light video, and they replaced all of the Johnny. Uh-huh. It's, all gone. it's yeah. all gone. And it's like a shorter <laughs> cut of the video. And like the yeah. tap dancers are just tapping to no taps. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's right. Weird. It's crazy. I was like, literally, it's the only thing I wrote in all caps. I couldn't believe <laughs> that they went through and re-edited that out. Um, we get this short bit about Al's failed experimental era uh, oh that God. we never got the album of. Me, yeah, the, his lost I. album, Me, Myself, and I. <laughs> I need that cover as a t-shirt. Like, oh, I just it's so, it so good. Much. <laughs> and then we get the Like a Surgeon video. There is, as we've said before, Al loves to put at least one extra racy joke in there when they go to show the one more minute video and it's babes in bondage pops up first on the screen. Edible underwear. <laughs> uh, oh and yeah, then, the edible underwear. The edible I underwear, those, yeah. The, that merch pitch. <laughs> the merch. By the way, the guy uh, who pitches the Weird Al costume 
he is, as far as I could tell, the only actor that has had a career since <laughs> since this movie. Oh, really? Like, he has been, he's gone on. He's still working today. He's He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah, well, that's good for him. Good for him. <laughs> and then I think the, the thing that is most memorable to a lot of people who have seen The Complete Owl is this final sequence of the dare to be stupid video pitch where Al just keeps yelling a Kiwi. (laughs) It's so good. Like it's so long. It's such a long sequence. It's like a scene. It's like one of the only scenes in the whole movie. Really? It's like, it's unbelievable set piece. And that's again, that's what makes the whole thing. So incredibly strange is it's like, it is this hodgepodge of all of this existing footage. They were like, how can we smash this together? Mm-hmm. And they clearly got ambitious with a couple of things like the Michael Jackson sequence must have been very expensive. Yeah. And then that is like an actual scene. And then so much of it is just the most bare. But at one point I actually said, I'm like, did they just drop the narrative entirely? Because it really <laughs> did feel like they just were starting to show videos. Like suddenly it was like a ton of Al TV and then a music video. I was like, maybe they've just given up on the thing. It was like the deadline came up and they're like, I don't know, just write narration that he did some Al TV and we can fill like 10 more <laughs> yeah, minutes with exactly, footage. Exactly, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of that stuff does feel like, oh, we can we can maybe show some clips. Just just get another line. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, all we need is a line or two or even just a reaction yeah. shot of Al with somebody else. They got all these weird, quiet moments. <laughs> so strange. It's crazy, though, that they cover Al TV, but they didn't show a single segment of the interview footage scene. No, none of that. Which we now come to know is the main thing that people yeah. take away from LTV, but I guess LTV yeah. was still so fresh that like I feel they didn't like, realize that was going to be the thing people remembered. Yeah. yeah, or there was a clearance issue, I imagine, like just trying to get that footage. Oh yeah, for home video release. Yeah, oh, that makes sense. Like, that's that's all, uh, most of those interviews, I think, just came from like MTV's library. Like, right. I yeah. just like rated it. Are you guys aware, by the way, just a small, I just have a note here. Are you guys aware of who the narrator was going to be? No. no, they were close to making a deal with uh, Orson Welles. Oh, oh my God. And it, and it would have been one of his last projects because oh. he died kind of right after. And they just couldn't get, I, I think it was like a union issue. I, I, I feel his like this was like voice a, reading these oh ridiculous things God. would have been amazing. <laughs> All right. Well, Jeff, thank you for joining us for this. I do want to ask, we, we went right into this, but... What is it about the complete owl that made you be like, no, I need this is the one I I need to be a part of. uh, I mean, other than Harvey Leeds, I just (laughs) I love it so much because it is such a strange piece of art that is that sort of defies logic. Like, like, why does this thing exist? I'm so glad it does. But like on paper and even in in execution, it's like what I, like, what is this thing? Like I know it's sort of like an excuse to have like Al's home or Al's music videos sort of have a home release, but what the hell is this thing? Like it, it's so crazy. It's, it's just, also one of those things that like you know we're about to enter polka party, right? And yeah, and all things considered, in an alternate universe. That's also the last album we cover on this podcast. You know what I mean? Like, like it could have been the end. Is it because he got assassinated at the shrine? Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Shortly after. (laughs) But it's like in that world, like let's live in that world where Al's career was literally 83 to 86. And then like, we never hear of Al Yankovic again. Yeah. This thing would age. (laughs) This thing would age the same way as like, 
when like a boy band is at the peak of their popularity and they put like the unauthorized biography yeah. of these like flash in the pan, like have a career for two years. Yeah. But like would, massive be, popularity it's like, type thing. It's like Al's Spice World. Yes. Like yes. exactly. Like That's it's a like a great it's example. Such, <laughs> it's such like a in this moment, this person is bankable. So we're going to do everything do that we can. They want like, yeah, he could yeah. do anything he wanted. Clearly, <laughs> like he did this thing <laughs> and it's and it was gold. Like, it's so oh, good yeah. and so freaking weird. Have you <laughs> guys read the book? Yeah. No, I was just about to say they yeah. did transcribe Look this into you. the authorized oh, album. Oh, <laughs> amazing. This My understanding is, is that that's pretty hard to find. It is very hard yeah. to find. It's 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 one of the rarer items uh, yeah. in, in Al's merch tr- tray. That's but, you know. <laughs> we'll go with that a merch tray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, these usually go for like 80, 90, 100 bucks on eBay. Yeah. It is worth tracking down because it, it, it gives you what the complete Al gives you, but goes more in depth mm. in, in, and, and gets a little crazier in, yeah. in ways. And it's really, really funny. Those are those books I that I hope one. that one day I'm just walking around like a small mom and pops used bookstore and it's mm-hmm. just like sitting on the shelf. For Absolutely. That sort of thing. Yeah. You're just like, oh, <laughs> 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 finally. Um, all right. Well, Jeff, thank you so much for joining us real quick. Run down the credentials. Where can people see you uh, or see some things that you've maybe worked on for tours? You can see me uh, in, in a very pivotal scene in Weird the Al Yankovic story. I am uh, I'm in the background. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way. Very good. Thanks. And actually, really Thanks. quick, not to interrupt you, but just as a general <laughs> note for people who are listening to this, um, as of this recording, The Complete Al is available to watch for free on Tubi. Yes. I would highly recommend that you watch it. This is, to me, this feels like the uh, easy to see how this and UHF got us weird. The movie yes. that just came out. Like, a lot of the ideas are here. Incredibly mm-hmm decades ago <laughs> the general concept of the mockumentary the fake life story is here and yes. then uhf some of the weird vignette type things that happen it, it's just it's amazing to see how it how these things in his past got to where we are now with him putting out this wildly successful I'm fake so, biopic i'm so excited for him by the so way so excited like, for this him movie, like weird is such a, an excellent film it, it really is like, amazing just on its own you know weird al regardless but yes. like it's so cool to see this like yeah. succeeding for him totally totally it's it's fantastic it's, i'm sorry it's pretty I, much yeah. all thanks to me in that scene i was gonna obviously. say yeah, yeah that's no uh, one. most most people i know have been saying how great you were in that scene so <laughs> well no congratulations see, the thing that i've been hearing sorry to throw you under the bus here jeff but i was told that jeff specifically was the person that refused to let the movie play for a week in la so that the song yep. could be nominated oh, for an oscar man. yeah so i just don't want al to egot <laughs> you know what yeah yeah, I That's understand. The, that is the biggest travesty. Is he's got to be pretty damn close to that egot, and I know. Uh, well, he's got right in the way. He's got a lot of Grammys. I don't know if he can trade them in for other awards yet. But. <laughs> he needs it. Well, he needs like he to can trade five Grammys Tony. for one Oscar. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like it's like an upgrade program. <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off on your your uh, your other things, Jeff. Beyond um, beyond your television or your your feature film appearance, there's some other Al stuff that yeah. if you're maybe going to a tour, you might be able to see some yes. of your hard work. Well, there's there's a, a handful of dates left for the vanity tour uh they're doing some makeup dates in the midwest yes. uh in february and you can those are the uh potentially the last time you'll get to see weird al jeopardy in in action mm, so wow. go and go freeze to death 
<laughs> and, and watch that. Maybe. Yes. And uh, I'm months away from launching a Kickstarter for my own documentary that features uh, the stories of burlesque dancers who st- strip to music by Weird Al. Yeah, the show guy. Right. We did talk the about that. Gals. Yes, that's yes. amazing. Yes. Well, w- once very... that launches, we will absolutely make sure that our listeners are aware. I appreciate absolutely. That. I of will, course, I will also make sure they're aware. What? Yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll get you back on. <laughs> awesome. Thanks. Thanks so much for having me, you guys. Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Do you like to laugh, geek out on music, and learn all about that band or artist who had that one song back in the day, but then seemed to fall off the face of the earth? If so, you need to subscribe to One Hit Thunder. Together with an array of interesting and hilarious guests, we do a weekly dive into one-hit wonders like Eiffel 65's Blue, Crayshon's Gucci Gucci, EMF's Unbelievable, Delamitri's Roll to Me, Los Del Rio's Macarena, Musical Youth's Past the Duchy, and even Patrick Swayze's She's Like the Wind. So are you subscribed to One Hit Thunder or what? As Desiree would say, you gotta be. And as K7 would encourage, you gotta come baby come and join in on the fun of the One Hit Thunder podcast. You're listening to the Geekscape Network. 